Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Good morning, Dick. And what a what a difference a week makes. Last week we were watching golfers in their shirt sleeves, and today we barely yeah. got into the yeah. 50s. <laughs> yeah. But it's fall. It's fall. Uh, a lot of rain yesterday. I think that yeah. kind, kind of was the turning storm, maybe. Yeah. yeah. You, you take, take us out of this uh, warm October into probably a normal October, yeah. probably more than yeah. anything. So. Well, the fall weather means we've got a lot of fall <laughs> Uh, sports heading into their uh, tournament activities, including cross-country. Uh, we kind of failed to mention them uh, yeah. last week on our show, so we're going to yeah. lead off with cross-country this week. Uh, they had the cross-country uh, Clorabelle meet last week, and uh, Dan Anderson at McDonald continues to run well. Right, yeah, he, he was just the total class of the field, and uh, 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 Shears from uh, Columbus did a nice job, though, and, and I believe uh, the other Shears also uh, came in in the top for all conference too. So. Yeah, both uh, both yeah. the Shears were yeah. in the top yeah. uh, top five actually. Yeah, so good performance by them. But yeah, Anderson has been the class of the area all season. I haven't haven't seen one result where he wasn't had my number one. So, yeah, and some people know. might be wondering why Tater Lowry finished so yeah. uh, so far down the uh, field, but he had an injury. Yeah, a little injury happened a couple of days before uh, Saturday in, in in his foot, and uh, you know, kudos to him for giving it a try, but. Uh, Hopefully, the week off between conference and sectionals gives him a chance to heal, but you never know about a foot injury, Larry. Yeah, so, yeah. hopefully, uh, you know, Tater's a senior. And I hate to see him end his, end his senior year this way. So, and McDonald won the overall Clorabell championship, and Colby won the uh, girls. Yeah, Colby had five girls of the top 12. Wow, yeah. that's that's impressive. So. Yeah, that's uh, probably the reason they won the yeah, uh, team yeah, pretty, championship. Pretty, pretty easy. You know? <laughs> uh, Nielsville Grant did have one girl that finished yeah. as a – Honorable mention that was Faustina Thomas. Yeah, yeah good for her. Yep. She's been running, been the lead runner for the uh, Warriors all Warriors all season, and uh, gets a nice honorable mention all conference for her efforts. And as uh, you mentioned, cross country sectionals they'll be happening this Saturday. Uh, Nielsville Granton will be uh, going to Colby yep. to run there. Uh, Altoona, Black River Falls. And the Colby Abbotsford boys are among the area yeah. teams that are also in that one. Yeah. There's a lot of teams in those regionals you know, or you sectionals. Bet, you me. betcha. You betcha. And a lot of good teams. Yeah. And, and they come from far away. And as we found out, there are a lot of teams that we don't know about. You know, because mm-hmm. you know we talked about the D3 one last year. We thought Savannah Schley would be top of the heap, but a couple of girls from the southern part of the state came up and. Uh, and and outdid her up here. So but, well, when uh, they don't do, you know, they used to do regionals and sectionals. Yes, now they yeah. only do sectionals. Sectionals, so, so yeah. You that got one chance. Yeah, <laughs> you bet. Yeah, and you got to be, uh, what is it, the, the top seven to advance the, first, the state, right? The first two teams. Yep. And then the top, uh, the first five first who are five on is. those teams. Okay, so. first five. Okay, yeah, that's. And you look at the list of teams that are in these sectionals. You got to be one heck of a runner to advance the state. Yeah. So. Yep. So. And the uh, state cross country meet will be held at the Ridges Golf Course yep. in Wisconsin Rapids next Saturday, October. Where 30th. it's been held for a long, long time now. So. And uh, you never know what kind of weather you're going to get either. No. There's you been know, times when there's been snow. On the yeah. Ground. You know, you're talking uh, October 30th. So. Anything. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> so. All right. Girls volleyball uh, tournament continues tonight with regional semifinals. Some area teams are still involved. Yeah. Uh, including Nielsville, where they travel to Stanley Boyd in yeah. Division Three. Swept Montello three to nothing. What did Stanley Boyd finish in the West? Uh, I, I was going to look that uh, up. Stanley Boyd. Let me just uh, look it up here quick for you. But uh, Stanley Boyd, well, they're part of that Western Clark yeah, yeah. that swept. Yeah, I figured they must have been in your third or fourth. Huh? Uh, swept the East. Yeah. In those uh, Clorabel crossover playoff games, but uh, we'll check it here and. Uh, 
Stanley Boyd finished fourth. Yeah, so, but. Uh, Tie with Bloomer over in the West. You bet, so. But, uh, yeah, Warriors looked good against Montello the other night. Let's go, give it all they got tonight. Yep. So yeah, and then uh, move on to Hopefully. regional finals Saturday. I Saturday, believe. yeah. Okay, so uh, other teams that uh, made it through, uh, well, a lot of them went down actually yeah. on uh, Tuesday night. You bet. Uh, Auburndale and Abbotsford will play each other yeah. uh, tonight. Um, other than that, Thorpe is at Clear Lake. Clear Lake, yeah. very good team though. Yeah, uh, top ten, and they've they've had tremendous girls athletics the last five years yeah because uh between volleyball and their girls basketball mm -hmm. team they have been lights out the last few years and so but thorpe did beat a pretty good prairie farm team up there the other night so but we'll see there but uh, columbus catholic will get their uh tournament started they had to buy the first yeah. round they play wisconsin valley lutheran of course mm -hmm. they're coming off uh where they had three players on the all-conference list for the chlorabelle mm -hmm. conference uh including uh player of the year dorsey walker. walker yep yeah, her. going in, she would have been my preseason yeah. pick. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I think that was a knockout dragout last Thursday night over in Fall Creek. Three to two for the crossover Cloverwell Championship. Yeah. So two pretty good teams going at it. And Fall Creek should be a force in D3. And I would think Columbus is going to be a force in D4. So, yeah, I so, think you're right. You know, so. uh, and Nilsville went up to uh, Wausau West and played in a tournament on Saturday. Right. My daughter played in that. Mm, yeah. Sauk Prairie was up there. Really? Number one team in Division okay. Two, I believe. Yeah, Sauk Prairie is between Baraboo and Madison there. And they, so. said, they said that team had about four or five Dorsey Walkers on their team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you get down in the, you know, that neck of the woods, you yeah. know, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, and, and Sauk Prairie is just a school out in the middle of the country out there. You know, you can see it. On highway, if you take back way from the Dells to Madison, you can see Sauk Prairie there. Yeah, yeah. But it's a school out, and I think it's two districts put together is what it is. So yeah, that was up in but, Wausau. They had, yeah. I think they had a team from Green Bay, Green Bay Southwest. Was okay, there. another big school too. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. all right. Well, the big one coming up this weekend uh, is uh, playoffs for high school right. football. Yep. Uh, we were talking, you know, about the fact that we'd have to wait till Saturday afternoon for the brackets. They had them up Saturday morning already. They at, were good at, to go. At 6.30. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have my first drink of coffee, and yeah. I knew what it was. So. Yeah, so that was interesting. Yeah, pretty impressive this year. I think a lot of things fell into place pretty yep. good this yep. year. So but uh, yeah. so let's uh, let's start off uh, in Division 7, area teams that are involved. Blair Taylor, now there are a number of teams I looked on the records that are under 500 oh, that yes. made the playoffs. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Um, Blair so, Taylor's one of them. They're yep. four and five, five, and they're at unbeaten Regis. Yeah. Yeah, they come in. Uh, yeah, they're, I think they're kind of going to be a sacrificial lamb there. And uh, But, uh, you know, I think looking at Regis's group of eight, I really don't see anybody there except maybe Pep and Alma. Yeah, can, they've always been pretty, pretty good. good but, yeah, pretty uh, um, yeah, good. I laughed. I laughed. I was looking at Westsports.net, and he had a panel of so many people picking the state championship. I got, I got Zaleski's picks all down here. And I said, I laughed. I said, that probably 90% of the people pick Regis to win D7. Jason picked Hurley. Yep, Jason Zaleski has Hurley. And I said, okay, now let's think about that. There's probably only one person in this panel who has seen Hurley live, and that's Jason Zaleski. Right. He did the Edgar Hurley right, game up there. Right. So, uh, we'll see. Ooh, he might have a little inside information. That's exactly there. there. But uh, if everything goes to Hoyle, and I'm not saying it is, but you could see Regis and Hurley in D4, in level four. Ooh. Yeah, you know, so. That would be interesting. Yeah, but, you know. Okay. And that'd be on a neutral field, too. Yes, it would. But, Larry, okay, if 
Hurley will beat Loyal, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, then they've got the winner of Iola, Edgar, which Edgar took him to overtime. Uh, and then they're probably going to have the winner of Pacelli and Colvin, I would think. Okay. You know, I, I don't, Assumption looked very good to me. I don't know if they got enough to beat Pacelli, but. Right, uh, right. You know, but uh, yeah, Hurley, Hurley has got a much tougher bracket of eight, I feel, than Regis than does. Than Regis does. does. Okay. You know, so, but. Regis uh, picked by many to win yeah. Division Seven. But I also got to think, you know, I said, Regis, Regis isn't a slam dunk either, Larry. I said the good teams in the Clover Belt, Duran, Mondovi, and Stanley Boyd, all scored plenty of points on Regis yeah, this did. year. You yeah. can be, you can score on Regis, the good teams. So, you know, I don't see anybody really, like I said, in in the in the A quadrant that is going to give them a problem. But you know, I think. There's two or three teams in in the in the B quadrant. You start talking level four, that mm -hmm. could really give them a battle. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, once you get to level four, yeah, you're talking uh, the yeah best, neutral the field, you know, and you know, say say a Regis Hurley, that's probably going to be up around Medford somewhere, you know, because yeah. Medford has a turf field or Merrill or somebody like that, you know. So, but that we'll be, see. Yeah, but be a good uh, matchup. I've heard a lot of good things about Hurley. Yeah. So, you yeah. know. So. All right, uh, Division Six. Uh, there are some under 500s there. Fall Creek is at yeah. Duran. Yep. Uh, and Oconto is at Colby. Yeah, yeah. And Colby, uh, Jason Zaleski has them winning Division yes, he Six. he does. Yep. And I, I'll tell you what. I, I, um, there's one team in that, I, in that group of eight who I think, and I don't know much about Marcusan, but I think Auburndale is very underseated in that group. Really? They've got a six. Okay. Yeah, I think they're better than that. But, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know, but you know. Well, it's interesting because they're playing at Nasita and yeah. uh, both have six wins, yeah. but uh, Auburndale a lower seed. Yeah. Because so, they have one more loss. Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, I, I look for that to be a six-three where the six wins. Okay. Yeah. All I, right. I think Auburndale will beat Nasita, and then they will have to go against Abby, I believe. So. Do you so. think Colby's a team to beat in that division? In yeah. Division six. Mm. I mean, we seen Colby. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do. You know, I if you look at the, I didn't list all the quadrants here, but okay, you look at the one where Durand is in. Um, I think you know Durand is class of the field, but I think Cumberland is very underseated too. Cumberland is a team that plays a lot of D three teams, or D five teams, and and they're at number four. You know, so but at I Colby, uh, without Regis in Division six. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah, of opens I, that thing wide yeah. open for them. Kobe is so physical and big and fast that I just – I don't know who in Division Six. I've got 16 teams in D6 listed in front of me, Larry, and I don't know of one of the other 15 that can beat them, you know. Yeah, you, you know, you go on the other side of that bracket on those other yeah. teams that they could possibly yeah. meet. You know, Darlington could be one of those teams. Yeah, yep. Kenosha, St. Joseph. Yeah. But I said, you know, in the, in the, that would be in the championship. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I said there's a, there's another one in that quadrant. Um, Mondovi is a five, at Melrose Mandoro a four. I look for Mondovi to handle Melrose Mandoro. Then they would be going against Darlington. Right. That that could be interesting too. I, after watching Mondovi play, I really like the way they play ball. Yeah, so they got uh, good they passing got some, and, they, and weapons, you know, and and I think that could be Duran's downfall. Okay. You know, right, right. You know, because uh, with Bauer, their quarterback, they're not real big passing threat. So, you know, I still think they'll come out of that in going into level four. But I, I watch out for Cumberland in that group. 
Yeah, yeah, you know, I think you're right. You know, so you know, and Augusta's a two seed there. It's, yeah, you know, that's you know they're a, undefeated coming undefeated, out of that Dirtland. But you know, that's a that's more of a D seven conference too. Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, and I think that's going to be their downfall. You know, I said, yeah. Um, does Grantford have enough to beat them? I don't know, but uh, um, I would look for Unity to beat them in level two. Though, okay. If Unity would beat Kadat. So, right. So, right. So. All right, uh, moving on to Division Five. Uh, anything that stands out there? Stanley Boyd at Arcadia. That could be yeah, an interesting. Yeah, very good. <laughs> I said, you know, you got 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 a lot of the old Clover Belt together there. You know, yeah, you know, right. You know, Spencer Columbus and Stanley Boyd all together there. Yeah, I think Stanley Boyd at Arcadia could be very interesting. Um, I think St. Croix Falls and Spencer Columbus would be very interesting also. Um, and that's an interesting one there. Uh, yeah, both have the same record. Yes, they do. Five and four. Yeah. So. But St. Croix Falls is yeah. a sixth seed. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't know about you know. I I would think you know. I know Aquinas is undefeated. I don't know much about him, but uh, it'll be interesting if it comes down to an Aquinas Stratford. You know. You think Stratford uh, has what it takes this year? To I get don't there? know. I don't think so. Uh, no, Amherst is in their way. Yeah, yeah, Amherst. Yeah, Stratford is not going to state. I okay. don't think so. No, yeah, they got Amherst. Uh, I think I think, and Wittenberg are in their way yeah, too. I think they have a possibility of going to D four. And another team, I think, in that B quadrant area is Kiwani at seated four, too. They always have a very nice program yeah. over there, so, and so does Brilliant. So that, um, I think the B is very loaded over there, whereas the A is not quite as loaded. But, yeah, I, I like some of those matchups. Yeah. Potentially down the road, maybe oh, yeah. at Amherst, yeah. Wittenberg, Burnhamwood for level th- uh, four. I've watched Wittenberg, and they are big, strong, and fast. Or level three, that yeah. would be, actually. Yeah, that'd be level three. <laughs> Actually, their game last week, they're getting a little controversy from the running up the score against the Coosa there. You oh, know, yeah. 78 yeah. to 9, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. I, that's, <laughs> that's another time, a discussion for another time. Jason, Jason Zaleski has Lake Country Lutheran winning okay. in Division 5 and, over, and over Lake, Amherst. Yeah, and Lake Country Lutheran has been a solid program. Yes, when Stratford had that team that we thought was going to walk to through state, that's the team that knocked them off at state mm-hmm. that year. So. Yep, yep. You know. Uh, Division four, just one area team in Division four, and that's Altoona at yeah. Osceola. Yeah, and good kudos for Coach Hanson there, yeah. getting that program turned around, getting the playoffs. And I was I was going to go back to D six quick okay. too, Larry. Uh, congratulations to Coach Mickelson for getting Fall Creek yeah. back in the playoffs. They've they've been really having a lot of problems the last few years. And, yes, they have. And he's got them back in the playoffs, and good for him. But uh, Coach Hanson has done a great job at Altoona. So, yeah, Altoona yeah. in the playoffs yeah. uh, in Division Four. Yeah. Uh, the favorite there is uh, Catholic Memorial. No. Looks like a yeah, lot of and, teams have them. And Catholic Memorial is a team that plays in a D two conference, but has a you know a D four. You know, you're talking like Regis, a D six schedule and playing in D seven. Well, Catholic Memorial is playing twos and threes, and they play in D four. So. I tell you, Northwestern, uh, from what I've seen is on highlights, is a pretty good, very team, p- too. powerful team. Very, so big, very strong. Could meet them in the uh, championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Northwestern going down. So. Uh, division three, uh, Mosinee is in that division, and they have got and an air attack. Air attack, yeah. <laughs> As always. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you know, once in a while you read about the Heckendorfs, and you go back them, you yep. know, and uh, now I think they've got some more records that are up there. So Yeah. So, so they could be uh, somebody to be reckoned with in Division three, but yep. uh, Jason Zaleski has luxembourg Casco. Yeah, Luxembourg's a solid program over there. So uh, You've got Greendale in that, uh, mm-hmm. in that division as well. They've always uh, had yeah, pretty Yeah, Greendale good teams. comes out of the city conference, mm-hmm. you know. So. 
Uh, Division two, Marshfield is at Wanakee. Uh, Marshfield, okay. one of those teams that's under 500, yeah, that made it in. Yeah, but there, there you go. You're going D two, and uh, you know who knows. So and they're Wanakee taking on, is, Wanakee is very good. They're taking on a team that everybody's favorite yes. to be, win yeah. that division. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's what you got is the number one seed and the 32 second seed basically there. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Germantown, another team that's usually yeah. uh, pretty good. Very Homestead, at, yeah. uh, a number Homes, one seed. Homestead has been down there many times. Yeah. So. That's uh, in Division Two and Division One. Uh, a couple of teams from our area, Chippewa Falls, is at Stevens Point. Both yeah. are seven and two. Point has had a heck of a nice year. Um, I would think most people in the state are probably picking Franklin or somebody like that. Though. Well, you would think Franklin would be the favorite, but Kimberly is who Jason's left. Okay. Okay. But Kimberly's, Kimberly's you know, had a, been there too many yeah. times. So. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. And uh, Oshkosh West is at Wisconsin Rapids. Okay. Rapids has had a very nice yeah. year this year too. A quiet, so. good year. Yep. yep. Uh, of course, you got Sun Prairie in Division yeah, One. Yeah, Sun Prairie is going to be there. Bayport, Muskego, oh, yeah. a lot of good teams All in Division the, One. Speaking of Rapids, last weekend uh, they. Retired Vince Beagle's number. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> uh, just going some of the numbers here of teams that are in the playoffs. There are 11 teams from the Valley Football Association yeah. East and West. Yeah. 11. A lot of depth there. Eight teams from the Central Wisconsin, large and small. Yeah. And then there's yeah. five teams from the Cloverbelt, four each from the Merrillwood and Cooley Conference. So good it, representation. Yeah, that's from pretty our good area. for the Cloverbelt. Five out of eight. You know the way they bang heads around. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> And you know, and and the and the and the central Wisconsin large too, yeah. and and actually the small too. Yeah. Some pretty good teams. Well, you start with Pacelli and Iola, but I was very impressed with Assumption last week. Yeah. Also. Oh yeah. So. Yeah. So the Chlorbell Con- or the yes, Conference. No, the WIA football playoffs first yep. round on Friday night. Yep. Uh, the eight player football playoffs are also going to be Friday night. Uh, Clayton is at Gilman. Gilman, the number one team in the eight player. And, and they that, only have 16 teams in that. Right. Uh, and Gilman seems to be the pick of a lot of people yeah. to win it. So, McDonald Central is at Prairie Farm, and Greenwood will be at Newman Catholic. Yeah, very tough draw Friday. for the Indians. Yeah. Newman's very, a very fine team up there. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Gilman and Newman in the championship. Yeah, there. exactly. Yeah. And Newman has been at it a long time, but I, uh, Gilman has really got some a team this year. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, before we get any farther, let's uh, get into where are they now. Okay, Larry, we're going over to Marshfield uh, for – 2012 graduate Elliot Ashbeck and uh, Elliot was a three-sport star two-year starter in football as a junior he was as starting quarterback excuse me uh, 60 out of 138 43 and a half point five percent 947 yards six touchdowns seven interceptions two rushing touchdowns and he was honorable mention all valley conference that year in 2011 oh and uh, Marshall that year was eight and four, and they lost at level four to Cedarburg that year. Mm. In 2011 is when it really took off for Elliott. He was 132 out of 236, 55.9%, 2,640 yards, 21 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. First team, all, and, and this was the first year that they went with the Valley Association. So, and then he was offensive. Uh, Player of the Year, First Team All-Conference and Offensive Player of the Year in the Valley Association South and a Channel 7 All-Star and Honorable Mention All-State. The Tigers that year were 9-2 and two but lost at Level 2 to Menominee. <laughs> Elliott holds the career record for Marshfield Senior High for passing yards in a career 3,587 yards. Um, after, in the wintertime, Elliott went to basketball 
As a sophomore in 2010, he played in 20 games, averaging 8.2 points per game. The Tigers that year were 18-6, and six, uh, Wisconsin Valley co-champs. He lost and lost in the regional finals to Superior. Uh, in his junior year in 2011, 13.3 points per game, second team All-Valley Conference. Uh, the Tigers were 17-7 and seven that year and lost in the sec sectional semis to Superior. His senior year, uh, he averaged 20.8 points, points per game, leading the Wisconsin Valley in scoring. <clears throat> he was first team all-conference player uh, uh, team and player of the year in the Valley that year, and also a Channel 7 All-Star. Uh, the Tigers that year were 15-8 and eight and lost in the regional finals to Wausau East at 53-49. Elliott finished his career basketball career at Marshfield as the fifth all-time leading scorer for the Tigers with 967 points. And it's interesting, Larry, when you look at the Tigers' all-time leading scorer, their leading scorers, they only have like two or three 1,000-point scorers. Oh, really? Well, but you, most kids don't probably see the floor on varsity till they're juniors. Right, so, right. You know, yeah, so, right. And you very seldom ever hear a freshman playing there, right. in which you almost have to do to reach a 1,000-point club. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah. So. All right. Okay. In the spring, Elliott went to baseball. Um, his freshman year, he was a uh, he did some pitching and he was an outfielder. Uh, the Tigers were ten and eleven that year, uh, losing in the regional finals to Eau Claire North. He was second team All Conference as an outfielder that year. His sophomore year, they were ten and seventeen and lost to New Richmond at the regional finals, and he was first team All Conference utility player that year. His junior year, he was they were 15-6 and six and lost in the sectionals to Eau Claire North. He was a second-team all-conference pitcher that year. Uh, his senior year, they were 15-13 and 13 and lost in the sectionals to Hudson, and he was first-team all-valley pitcher that year. Elliott was uh, also a four-year starter for post-54 American Legion in Marshfield during the summer. After high school, Elliott received a scholarship to play baseball at Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. As a freshman in 2013, he pitched in 18 games for Bradley, 31 innings pitched, a 0-2 record and 2 record, 6.1 ERA, 1 save, 24 Ks and 15 walks. His sophomore year in 2014, he got into 12 games, started 11, 6-3 record, 73.2 innings pitched, 2.57 ERA with 46 Ks and 15 walks. That summer, he played out in the Northeast League for Vermont. He, got, he had seven games started with a 5-0 record, 3.55 ERA with 24 Ks and 6 walks. In 2015 for Bradley, he's 17 games all starts, 11-5 record, 3.55 ERA, one shutout, 82 Ks and 24 walks. After his junior year, Elliott was drafted in the 16th round by the San Diego Padres. In five years in the minor leagues with the Padres organization, he had 112 games, 11 starts, 31 games finished, a 16 and 10 record, 10 saves with a 2.8 ERA, 251 innings pitched, 247 Ks, 52 walks. Tommy John surgery mm -hmm. in 2017 and 2018 really slowed his career. In 2020, after being left off the 60-man roster during the COVID year, he called it a career.
Today, Elliot is a credit analyst associate at Byline Bank in Chicago. Elliot oh, Ashback, Larry. There you go. I didn't even know he made it to the major leagues. Uh, he well, did, minor leagues. Minor leagues. He made it as far as AAA with the San Antonio okay. Missions, but uh, okay. uh, his rotator cuff really took it out of him. So, yeah. But he was a heck of a prospect and uh, wow. pretty, pretty good, good pitch. Well, yeah. Almost, uh, almost made her there, almost but yeah, her. the injury bug, yeah. <laughs> yeah it happens. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, it so, does. But so. uh, at least he made her. Yeah, he, uh, he lived a lot of his dream. Yes, yes. <laughs> I uh, will say, I, I had the uh, pleasure, um, when he was a senior at Marshfield, my, my nephew, Luke, was a, a starter on that same basketball team, and he was fun to watch. Yeah. He was fun to watch. Good, so. Good for him. Yep. All right, where are they now? Elliot Ashbeck from yep. Marshfield. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks got their season started on uh, Tuesday night, putting to rest any uh, notion that Brooklyn's the best yeah, in the East. Right, yeah. <laughs> Beat them by 23. Received their championship rings, hoisted the flag, and then beat beat the heck out of Brooklyn. Yeah. So, beat so. them down a little bit. Uh, yeah. They've got uh, Miami, another team that figures to be somebody to make noise in the East you tonight. Might, yeah, and, and the Bucks always have to be wary of Miami. Yeah. So. And I, I thought kind of cool. They gave Senator Herb Cole a ring. I did see that. Yeah, that was pretty neat. That was kind of neat. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the guy, because he's kind of the guy who saved basketball. You know, if it wasn't for that, he might the Bucks might have left Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, between... Uh, you know, helping getting the Bradley Center going, and then buying the Bucks, and then keeping them in Milwaukee, and and he also made a pretty large donation towards the Pfizer Forum, yes, also. But yes. uh, yeah, he deserved that ring. So he did not want them to leave. No, he did not. So uh, the ALS or uh, ALCS, I should yeah. say, and the NLCS continuing. Um, who do you like? Who do you like going to that World Series? Wow, I said it's I, I would hard. like to see Boston at Atlanta, but yeah, I, I would too. But boy, I the Astros cooled them off in Game Four. I tell you, they were the Red Sox were really going there in Games Two and Three, Grand Slam City there. But uh, <laughs> first time ever, the Grand Slam, yeah. two of them in one game, game and then had one the next game too. Yeah. So you know that was tremendous. But uh, yeah, I'm like you, Larry. I'd love to see the Red Sox and Astros, but. Uh, they're going to have to go back to Houston now, so we'll see. But the Red Sox won there once, so, yep. so I, I'm not impressed with the Astros pitching. So, and I think, they're, yeah, they're, I don't know what's the deal with them. I, I don't. Yeah, some of the pitchers I never heard of, but yeah. I thought they had a good staff. What but, happened to Zach Greinke? Yeah, I don't you know, know. He pitched just a little bit the other night, and they took him out. Yeah, so I don't I, know. But you know, Verlander got hurt, and and uh, what's his name went to the Yankees. Uh, Cole. Yeah. So, right. So, yeah, did he? Uh, yeah, I didn't hear him. I never heard of most of their staff. So. No, but yeah, so it's. Um, I still think the Braves. You know, it's too bad uh, Tuesday night that the Dodgers came back. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. the Braves had a great chance to go three and zero, but I still think that, you know they're going to go back. You know, they've got the last two games in. in uh, yeah, it's Atlanta, a seven game so, series. So I so, think yeah. they I think they're gonna I still think they're gonna steal one in, in LA yet. So uh managerial changes. Uh the Mets, Padres, and Cardinals all looking for new managers. managers. Surprising on the Cardinal one. Yeah, right? I couldn't believe that. As hot as they finished, I don't know what they're looking for. Mm -hmm. I thought Mike Schill did a heck of a job, yeah. you know. They went through they navigated through a lot of injuries, especially yeah. in their pitching staff. Well, the way they ended the season, yeah. holy cow. But I think Mike Schild will not be looking for a job too long. I think he's been already linked out to the Padres. Oh, okay. And, you know, so um, one guy that was rumored to be on the on the chopping block was Aaron Boone, but oh, they, but yeah. they gave him a three year contract extension. So and but, Dusty uh, Baker, he's in his final year. Yeah. So and there's been no apparent movement toward a new deal. So. No. Yeah, and Dusty's getting up there. Yeah. You know. So, but 
so is Tony LaRusso. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they both keep going. But yeah. you know, I said, like, I, I don't, I have no idea what the Cardinals are looking for, and I hope it, I really hope it backfires on them. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Packers uh, got a win uh, over the Bears. They go to five and one now. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, they're not doing it spectacularly by no. any means, but uh, you know their defense is making the stops. They're in, as many injuries as they have in their defensive backfield. I think they're doing a pretty good job back there. But they're getting some nice. Uh, Kenny Clark was outstanding Sunday, and uh, uh, yesterday they signed Whitney Merciless who had been released by the Texans, okay. and he will bolster their pass rush, too. So, you know, with Zaria Smith down, you know, they could use another guy in the rotation. Though uh, Jonathan Garvin has been doing quite well for him too. So, but, Yeah, they got a few injuries. Uh, yeah. Josh Myers maybe missing some games at yeah. center. And... Yeah. You know, the offensive line seems to be more of a, a next-man-up mentality, <laughs> though. You yeah. Know, you know, they're it, doing it, very well. Yeah, and they're doing – you know, they really – you know, now – Bakhtiari, I don't think you'll see him play this week, but at least he's going to be practicing this yeah, week, you know, yeah. and, and who knows how long they're going to hold him out, you know, because, but I think, you know, they play the Redskins Sunday and then they're going to turn around and go out to Arizona the next week from tonight. I don't think you'll see him, but then then you've got 10 days off and then maybe then you'll yeah. see back Bakhtiari back then. So Yeah. So. Yeah, that Arizona game, that ought to be uh, interesting. Arizona hasn't lost yet. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought Cleveland would give them a much better game than that, especially in Cleveland, and they would, they really no. w- went in there. But uh, Cleveland's hurting. So. Yeah, they are. Yeah, uh, uh, their quarterback. Uh, May- Mayfield. Mayfield. Baker yeah. Mayfield's not going to play tonight. Nope. Yeah, Case Keenum is starting. Nick Chubb is out, you know, one of their yeah. running backs. So. You know, I, I think you're going to see a real defensive battle between them and Denver tonight. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> Denver's a team that got off to that 3-0 and start, but yeah. they played the three worst teams in right, the league, yeah. and now they've lost yeah, three in a row. They, they do have Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback, which has been an upgrade for them a little yeah. bit, but they're, they've been living on defense for a long time, Larry, and, and I think that's what Cleveland's going to have to play too. But you could see like a probably a 17-10 game yeah. tonight. You know, could very well very, be. Very easily. Yeah, so, yeah. So. Um, tomorrow night. Uh, the uh, loyal Hurley game. We will not be going up there nope. to uh, Hurley nope. broadcast, but look for. Uh, I'm going to try and pass along a link for a live stream from Hurley. So yes, yeah. Keep updated on that. And uh, I believe Zaleskis are going up there, aren't they? I don't know if they are or not. Okay, I haven't heard so. Um, but I know that I I uh, sent a message up to Hurley High School yeah. and asked them if they were going to stream it, and they said they were going to get information yeah. closer to the day of the game. And so. if, if you you know they usually have two radio stations covering. Them. And maybe one of them stations have a live stream also, right. possibly. Right. But, uh, yeah, that little town had always amazed me that they had two radio stations covering <laughs> it. And we've done two Loyal Hurley games, one at Loyal and one at Hurley. And, yeah, two radio stations yeah. covering them yeah. in that little town. So Yeah, just look for, if you want to look for the information, yeah. you go on the Hurley uh, High School yeah. Facebook page yeah. where you can find yeah. some information. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully there should be some kind of live stream up there. Yep. So, but, uh, so. All right, so uh, next week we'll talk uh, level two, two playoffs. Yep, it's the best time of the year and talking state cross country and uh, volleyball. sectional volleyball. Yep. So. That'll do it for this week on Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazen. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you next week.